Hey, I'm Garrett. And I'm Daniel. And this is Modern Gaze. On today's episode, we're talking about this idea of minding your business, oversharing, this idea of voyeurism, and how we sometimes get trapped in that, and maybe some ways that we need to get out of it. So, Britney Spears' and Will I Am's new song, Mind Your Business. Mind your be, mind your be, mind your be, mind your be. Where she at? 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 There she go. 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 I'm a rapper now. Okay. I think I found my new profession. Um, you either hate it or you love it. I think you're either hating it or love it. Correct. I hated it on my first listen to it at the gym. You sent it to me, and you're like, not. The T, not the track. Yeah, I was listen. giving you the head uh-uh. shake. Uh-uh, don't listen to it. Terrible. But after maybe three or four times, I was like, okay, I'm into it. I can get into it. I can move past her robotic sound. Well, I think it actually is a robot. Like, is it Britney Spears or I don't is think it AI? It's, yeah, I don't think it's Britney Spears. Like three years ago, Will I Am was talking about doing music from this AI technology that he was developing and mm-hmm. that he would be able to recreate all of these artists' voices just from like a really simple, short track. Right. So has he done that with Britney? I'm going to say yes, because she doesn't sing many lyrics and it's quite repetitive. You know, like when they used to have the behind the scenes in the studio and there's the artist coming in like with the mic and then they're just like, okay, this is my process of my artistry and I'm recording. Where's that video? Yeah. I want to see, I want to see Britney and Will I am in the studio together. I don't think we're going to get that. But the beat's cool and the drop's cool. What do you think of it? I think it is a actually like almost kind of like a cult like repetition where you just can't not listen to cult? it. It's, it's like obsessive. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's scandalous. like scandalous. It's scandalous. It's scandalous. This is a terrible song. And then you're like, you hear it again. And then you start to but get brainwashed. Need, yeah. I think you need to have a couple of drinks on the dance floor with some lights, like Lucy Goose. And you're like, you're just letting loose and flopping around. Yeah. It's kind of like this song is going to eventually be on every club track and everyone's going to be dancing to it. It's just a good strut song. Like just to walk a catwalk, walk a runway and just prance prance well, my queen prance if you like the song or not mind your business bitch mind your business bitch and we resonated with the lyrics like i think everyone can relate to people just needing to mind their own business so and all stay up out of your, your life all up in your business it's ain't nobody business but mine and my baby you know a bit of rihanna we're bringing all the business today. No one really knows your experience nobody no one's really in your shoes going through what you're going through I fully agree. And I think you've seen this reel as well. And it said, if somebody has a problem with me and they don't have my number to call me, then they shouldn't have a problem with me. Yeah. They don't know you well enough to have they a problem. They don't know me you. well enough to call me. Yeah. So mind your business. Minding your business is good for you and good for others. Correct. <laughs> right. Like you want other people to stay out of your business. Yeah. But at the same time, there's this concept of oversharing. Absolutely. And I think that we have become really used to the fact that we overshare our lives on social media and it started with oversharing with just like your friends and your family and telling everyone what you're up to maybe before you've really figured out what exactly that you are up to right and then you get a lot of feedback or you get judgment and you didn't ask for it and then you have to deal with it get out my business yeah but now it's on social media so it's like you have all this public and people kind of know you don't know you that well or feel like they're acquaintances of you And they're all up in your business. They are up in your business. But that is the thing when you agree to putting yourself out there and you are willing to overshare, 
it comes with a price. And I think a lot of people know that now, but I think back when Instagram was fresh, probably many, many years ago, mm. everyone thought that they needed to overshare to feel connected to their audience and to feel relevant and to feel seen. Yeah. Whereas I think today people are a lot more conscious of oversharing and the effects it can have on people not wanting the best for you or putting fucking bad evil eye on you. I don't bad know. Bad jujubes. Bad jujubes. Well, I mean, going back to the song, Britney Spears, obviously a lot of people have a lot of opinions about her, especially from her like emancipation or like freedom, like for the whole free Britney Spears mo- movement. movement. Yeah. And there was a lot of horrible, terrible stories that came out about how she was treated by her management, by some of her family members. And by her dad. Obviously her fame and that experience brought a lot of... Um, mental taxing stress onto her that that had led to some issues that she had to deal with. Mm. And it was done in obviously a very public way with the whole court cases with her dad and the conservatorship control over her body and over her mind and over her every action that she could do. And everybody was all up in her business, literally. And it took her a long time to break out of that. And obviously it's the inspiration of this song. I think with celebrities and social media, everyone is all up in their business. Like we have friends that are obsessed with Kim Kardashian and mm-hmm. or they're obsessed with what's going on with Jonah Hill's ex-girlfriend around what's going, you know, what happened with Sandoval. Like we're always obsessed about this voyeuristic tap into other mm. people's lives. Yeah. I think though, and Hey, I'm, I'm just as bad. We I get, can all get, I get into, into, it. into it too. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think we do it though, out of the entertainment of it and the, feeling like we're a part of it. Yeah. Like we feel like, oh, you know, that whole Ariana and Tom Sandoval drama. I think everyone was into it. Whether you had watched Vanderpump Rules or not, I think everyone was like, oh, what is this tea? Like mm. I'm going to get into it and get invested into the story. So oversharing. You overshare anything, girl? What do you overshare? What do I overshare? Hmm. I feel like before I met you, Yes, I would probably overshare a lot. Like thirst trap. Not even thirst traps, but I would be like, um, I just went to the bank and now I'm gonna go to Ralph's or Trader Joe's and do some groceries or <laughs> wow, kind of work. Interesting. Because but I at the time I did it because obviously I was living in LA. I was single, I was a bit lonely, I wanted to feel connected. And when I posted and I put myself out there, obviously you get responses and you get people messaging you and people are like, I went to the bank too. I don't know. Like you would like start- How much money you got? How much money you got, Cash Daddy? (laughs) Dollar bills at the Abbey. Like it's a way for people to communicate. I mean, they can communicate to you whether or or not you're posting that you're going to the bank or a photo of you with some friends. It doesn't matter. Social media isn't the only way to overshare, right? Like you can just be going about your day and telling a story and overshare with your friends or absolutely as you're talking about your experience on something, what is like too much of oversharing? There's like a line, right? That you have where you're just sharing some story, sharing a little bit of this and that, whatever. Uh But then sometimes it's too much information. Agree. It's TMI, but some people just feel really open and they feel really confident. And They just feel like they can tell you absolutely anything. I follow a lot of astrology um, people on Instagram and one guy had this meme where it was like, I just met this woman and 30 seconds into our conversation, she's already telling me about a court case that her mom's going through and her dad just passed away or something like real heavy information. And like that just shows you that people literally word vomit dump on you 
and they might not even know you. Yeah, or even on a first date, right? Right. Like you want to get all the information, but you also are trying to put your best foot forward and have this facade of like, I'm a perfect person. But yes. at the same time, you're also wanting to be real, obviously. Sure. And you want people to be real with you. But maybe sometimes it's too much when they just, just throw up on you with yeah. all of the drama, all the baggage on day one. And I think that's the thing. Some people are like, this is me. I'm going to be my authentic self. I'm going to own who I am. I'm going to be an open book and vulnerable with this person. If they like it, they like it. If they don't, then they're not for me. Yeah. And I, I guess th- that's not oversharing. And what is over sharing to me is like say i was telling you a story about something that was mm-hmm. embarrassing but then getting into like all of like the like fine details, details of like how bad it was like what okay i had a friend who got really sick i swear to god this didn't happen to me this was literally my friend she um went out on a date and she got really sick on the date from some food that she ate. Okay. And she went home with this guy. I think she was like, um, like pretty much going to hook up with him. She got sick at his apartment, goes into the rest, like the toilet to like Mm kind of throw up. Right. But when she throws up, she's telling me this story, right? We're at brunch. This is the, how the story happens. She's throwing up and then she like actually projectile like diarrheas all over the wall. Oh, and then so now she's searching for all of the towels. Then she's cleaning up her whole mess that she has made in this toilet. Nasty. And then she like pulls herself together like and she's literally considering, should I still sleep with this guy right now or do I need to go home? Because she felt better. But at the same time, she was mortified because he was going to find these nasty towels later. Isn't it like scary movie where she goes, I'm a shit on these walls. (laughs) Exactly. It's (laughs) the exact same scene. Maybe. But anyway, so she had shared that and we had a close relationship and she was just like telling me the whole story. But at the same time, like I didn't need to know all that information. Well, whenever someone goes to overshare with me, I'm always like, girl, no, stop there. It's too much. Mm. Like, I feel like the older I get, I don't want to know all the nitty gritty details. But when I was younger, I was like, oh my God, okay, spill all the tea. Yeah. I guess like for me, I don't think I, I don't overshare. I'm a very private person. Yeah, you're I, a Scorpio. I, I lean into my Scorpio in that way. Mm-hmm. I don't like to throw, show all my cards at once. I also don't, if I'm struggling, I don't make it immediately known. Mm. Or if I've like embarrassed myself, I try to quickly calculate how can I get out of this? Like, yeah. Can I, how can I fix this? Like but real quick. I think this is a really good segue into the next section because being independent and trying to deal with it rather than sharing or oversharing with somebody else with whoever it, it might be oversharing can lead to being positive or have a positive outcome because if you need help or if you're struggling or if you feel like you need to communicate or get it off your chest, Sometimes it's good to overshare and not hold it in. Well, that's just sharing, not oversharing. That's a difference. I think oversharing and when it like officially crosses the line into oversharing mm-hmm. is that when you're just like really unaware of the people around you and mm-hmm. how they're perceiving you. Mm-hmm. And it's not really more about like a conversation. It's more about you just standing on top and yelling what you want to yell and you just let it land on whoever it lands. Yeah. Oversharing sometimes like a way for you to process like what's going on and hopefully kind of like asking for feedback without actually asking, asking for it. Up. If you preface like a conversation, right? If mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, hey, I need some help with this. I need to put a budget together because I'm not saving. This is what's happening. This is what I'm spending my money on. This is what's going on. And then I'm being really like vulnerable with you and showing you like all of my assets, all of my finances, all of my bad like credit card decisions. Mm-hmm. Like then 
that is definitely oversharing financial information with people. But I'm also prefacing with, I need your advice. I need, need your, your help. Help. How can I, if I know that you're good with money or if I know that you know how to like save, mm-hmm. that's fine. That's not oversharing. Fair. It's more of like in that same scenario, if I was going to go with like a group of friends and just tell everyone that I got a $120,000 raise and that I just bought a Ferrari and I'm really, I just bought a house. I'm really proud of all my accomplishments, which is really great. And you're just like killing it, whatever. But then at the same time, I like, I also don't pay for lunch. <laughs> and then I let everyone else just kind of like suffer in there. But that's why you got all the things, girl, because you don't pay for lunch. <laughs> Sharing is like, did people ask for that information or is that helpful or that is that bringing more joy right. and like you know happiness to other people around you True. or is it just kind of landing with a lot of weight mm. and not really or are you just bragging yeah it's like that could be oversharing so then when would be times because i think there are times when people can overshare and it can be positive and it can be beautiful when would you say those times are um when you are inspiring other people or you're trying to build community or you're trying to pull people together or help educate one another like in this kind of realm of oversharing and minding your own damn business and voyeurism mm. i think with voyeurism crosses the line in a bit into that realm with some of the people that you see on social media that are either like life coaches or they're even like two dads, like raising their kid um, through surrogacy and IVF and educating your adoption and educating other people. Yes. Like you and I both follow a bunch of people, Mm -hmm. queer people, gay guys that have all gone through family building Mm -hmm. processes to create a family unit. Yeah because that's something we're interested in and want to learn more about. And some people would say it's oversharing. And they definitely share a lot about their lives, about the process, about how many embryos they have, how many, and sometimes to me- Or the embryo transfer didn't work. It's a lot to take on. And sometimes it is a bit of oversharing, but at the same time, it's breaking new ground. Mm. It's helping people navigate that themselves. I find when people do overshare, I personally feel connected to them. Yeah. I personally feel like I'm along the ride. I'm along the journey. I'm invested and I want the, but I want the best for them. You know, there would be some people that are probably watching it. Like why the heck are two gay dads trying to have a baby? So I feel like there does need to be some level of oversharing today. Well, maybe because oversharing causes movement. Well, I'm it causes maybe forward it's motion, not, but oversharing is the wrong word. Cause I think that there's a difference between oversharing and organized awareness. awareness. Like if you are sharing with no purpose, mm then I think then it does feel like oversharing when you're sharing with purpose and you have actually like a intention, intentional message that you want to share with other people. That's when I think then you are safe in that area. You're in the green zone of not oversharing. Mm. Like, yes, you're sharing a lot of information. You can be vulnerable. You can be intimate. You can have a lot of shared opinions and you share it really from a really unique point of view and a unique purpose mm. that it's delivered in that way. Then I think you're good. People are fearful to overshare today because of the outcomes or because of the backlash or because of the trolls or bullying that also might come with it. You know, yeah. we mentioned before there were these gay dads in our family building episode. They had just had their two twins mm-hmm. and they were literally having just this really beautiful skin to skin moment of like just after birth and some nasty, disgusting person in government took that image and then used it as a anti LGBTQ plus family 
effort, I guess, calling them groomers as no, well. She called them pedophiles. Or pedophiles, sorry. Like, come on, get Disgusting. Fucked. They overshared the fuck out of their story. Like, it's so much communication that they've had on social media about every little single step of the way of the whole entire process, the ups and the downs and the wins and the losses. And you have all the photos, all the videos, all the reels. But at the same time, it has positively impacted and educated so many other people mm-hmm. who are interested in doing the same thing that they've done, but, also, but they've also opened themselves up to of course. negative. Yeah, feedback. you opened the can, can of worms. But what I loved most was that he overshared every process that he went through in suing this dumb mole. Oh yeah, he does. Hey. I loved it. Like I actually followed him to just watch her suffer. So you saw all the drama unfold like after yeah. the fact. Yeah. And yeah. then I kind of went down a rabbit hole and got invested into it. Like I was watching his lives and all this stuff. But yes. So I think oversharing can have some moments of positive outcomes and create awareness and education, especially within the community, because I feel within minority community groups, it's important for people to share their stories and speak up on topics that are relevant. Yeah. And we need those people who just share their stories. We need people who are going through transitions in their life, Absolutely, whether it be through their personal life, through their work life, throughout their own identity. Yep. You have so many trans kids that are looking up to other trans people who have mm. gone through the process. Mm-hmm. You have other little gay boys who are looking at RuPaul's Drag Race and just seeing the joy and the happiness and that whole kind of transition in, their, in those people's lives and how they got to stardom and fame and not that everyone wants that but it's a great place to be when you are loved and celebrated absolutely i think oversharing can lead to positive outcomes Mm -hmm. um, a lot it just has to come with a purpose absolutely if we're just communicating with our friends and we're just telling people stories of like what's been going on we also have to be intentional let's have more purpose Mm. let's just not share bullshit stories or share like all the over drama things that happen it's like it's nice to have a bit of intention on wanting to have better positive outcomes even with your own relationships right yeah like there have been times where we hang out with people that we love Mm -hmm. that we feel exhausted after but the purpose was connection I think that yes oversharing can lead to some really great outcomes you do have to watch your back though Mm. otherwise when you don't share with intention or when or purpose or if you share too much and sometimes people kind of like bite back at you right and they get all up in your business then you have to deal with that. Right. But outside of that, I think that there is this other concept of voyeurism. Like in reality television shows, right? Mm. Like we get all up in these people's lives. I know. Like I'm ups- I get obsessed. I mean, we were watching Married at First Sight. Fuck. What did hell. you do? What did you do at Married at First Sight? Uh, it wasn't even just Married at First Sight. It was The Bachelor. It was The Bachelorette. It was all of them. I, okay, call me out here again. This is Daniel oversharing this entire episode. I would message the girls. Yes. Whenever they'd get broken up with. You'd be like, dumped. yes, queen, fuck that guy. You, you, were, you, you deserve, deserve better. better. And they would actually probably sometimes reply to me. They would. <laughs> yeah, you get so excited when they reply to you. They'd be like, I'm like yes. Oh! I think obviously knew you were a fan and your intention was good. So it's yeah, like, of course it was fine. But at the same time, like you were really like rooting for these women. Yeah. Cause I literally spend my nights, Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night, maybe sometimes a Wednesday night, watching this story unfold. And then I feel like I'm their best friend. I'm like their best gay BFF Mm -hmm. taken along this ride with them. And then the poor girl doesn't even get what they want. Yes. Like, it's so sad. It breaks my heart. Like, especially even I get invested into Selling Sunset with like Chriselle and 
all the women, like all those girls on the show, like I literally get invested into these reality TV shows as everyone does. When we're looking and watching these shows and we're like actually getting obsessed with the characters, right? Mm -hmm. They are literally oversharing. That's the definition of oversharing. They are. Like you had the Chriselle's whole divorce. You had... Tom Sandoval's like disgusting cheating, um, break cheating up situation with Raquel, Raquel or Rachel or whatever her name is. Rachel. And everyone attacked her so bad. And she obviously had like some kind of mental breakdown where she had to disappear from this whole crazy paparazzi yeah. news even, segment. Even Ricky Martin and his husband right now, like they're going through a public breakup. Yeah. Or the Jonah Hill text messages that are, that are all being revealed by his ex-girlfriend showing how much of a narcissist or a controlling kind of boyfriend that he was with her. Mm. And I think that, yes, all of these people have done what they have done and that is for them to deal with. But at the same time, when everything is made so public, we get so voyeuristically interested. Absolutely. We start paying attention way too much. Like, but we also probably get like obsessed with it and really interested or intrigued with it because maybe nothing's going on in those people's lives or in our lives. And we're just like, Ooh, what's the tea? I need some like goss. Well, there's you know? a lot fucking going on. We have so much going on, but we still waste time. Oh, girl, like for we waste us, too much I, time. I don't have the energy or the mental capacity at this point of my life. Maybe it's just this week, but I am literally at capacity for my mental status right now. So I don't have the time to be a voyeur on my discovery to understanding someone else's drama right now. I think to be honest, like a lot of people are feeling that way. I yeah. don't know. Like I just feel like right now, I just feel like the year is in a weird place. The I don't know. It's like we're stagnant or it's stuck. Like something's stuck in the universe. What's going on in the in the stars? You would know. Well, there was just, just a, there was just a new moon in Cancer, and we're about to have Leo season, so we're feeling very emotionally drained and exhausted. Ah. So that is why. But if you're in Aries or you have a rising Aries, you're meant to be like feeling very um, main character energy, feeling very refreshed, new chapters, new beginnings, cleaning out some relationships, clearing out like what doesn't serve you anymore. So it's like- Do you feel like that? I do. Okay. I mean, I feel exhausted because I maybe I'm going through it. I'm purging, girl. I'm purged, the purge. Okay. But I feel the purge. And the stuckness is just going to come with like something really beautiful with the rainbow at the end. Maybe of it. there's a lot of change and there's a bit of stickiness. So it's like you're changing and things don't want to change as easily as you want them to or shift as fast as you want them to shift. So then there's a little bit of stickiness. That's why it feels stuck, but it's not really stuck. You're just actually changing and you are in the process of kind of evolving, evolving or turning. Okay, but also side note, I think maybe we just overshared and TMI. And See, TMI again. We just, dro- we just dropped our emotions and our week onto our poor listeners. Do you think you're an oversharer or a minding your own business or a bit of both? What do you think you are? I definitely am the opposite of an oversharer. Like you will not hear me sh- oversharing much. Or rant. Very luckily on this podcast, it just feels like it's me and you chatting mm. or with some guests. And I can maybe overshare because we're in our own home recording this, right? But at the same time, I don't put a lot out there and I don't enjoy putting a lot out there unless it's purposeful. Right. And if it's purposeful, then yeah, I can actually share. I do mind my own business, but if I am in up in somebody else's business, 
it's from afar. <laughs> like you wouldn't know. <laughs> okay. Like I do, my, I do my research. I look around. I am very analytical. I pay a lot of attention. I might be the quiet one in the room, You're literally but I'm listening. Like yeah. I'm listening to everything mm. and I hear it all. Yeah. I, I agree. I think younger Daniel, and when I say younger, maybe like 25, maybe 22 to 20. Eight, 27 year old Daniel. Wait, that's a big gap. I mean, that, that's either two years ago or seven years ago. It was between two to seven years ago. <laughs> okay. Well, probably my whole life. <laughs> so up you right now, maybe. So my whole life up until maybe I was 28 years old, 27 years old, I feel like I definitely had overshared. Yeah. And maybe always gave everyone TMI. But the older I get now, especially today, I, I, I don't have time to overshare. Like you said, I kind of deal with it internally and just mm. like figure it out because- I find that one, no one cares. Two, everyone's dealing with their own shit. And three, I don't even get what I want from that person anyway when I overshare with them. So it's kind of like taught me to just, I'm going to give myself what I need to get from what I need to learn from it. And no one else is going to give me that. Yeah. So now I just mind my own business and just be there for others. Yeah. Who, well, you definitely don't want to get jaded, right? You don't want to mm, get too well, shut off. Too late for that girl. <laughs> Minding my own damn business. Right. Minding your own damn business. Thank God Britney Spears released this song this week as a reminder for all. Okay, but I want to actually not mind my own business. I don't want to get to the bottom of this song. Mm. Like, was it AI? Is it just like a clip of her from three years ago singing? Mm. Speaking on minding your own damn business, I didn't mind my own damn business. And I went into the comments of Will I Am's posts. So did I. And you see how many people do not like this song. And they're questioning like us, is it really Britney? Yeah. So thankfully for Britney Spears and Will I Am, because it is a duet, a we duet. have recognized that minding your own business leads to a positive life, less stress, less involvement into other people, and you do you doing you boo. So live your best life. Put your mind your own business on. If you don't like it, put another Britney song on because we love Britney. Have an anthem. Go in the sun, get some vitamin D, girl, and mind your business. Mind your B, mind your B, mind your B. Mind your business, bitch. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Modern Gaze. We hope you're enjoying our podcast so far. Make sure that you follow, turn on alerts, and even turn on auto downloads so that you get our episodes first. Our episodes come out every Tuesday and they stream anywhere podcasts play. 